should the UFC create a 165-pound division? Dun-dun-dun. Hey, guys. Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, as usual, I want to remind you guys, follow me on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm. And, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So ever since Nate and Dustin were talking about the 165-pound title, they wanted the headline five-round fight, new title, new division. There's been a lot of people getting behind the idea. Previous to this, there's been a lot of us who follow the sport who are quote-unquote hardcore that have wanted more divisions in the UFC. And MMA as a whole, in my opinion, needs more divisions. Conor McGregor recently came out and said he believes there should be a 165-pound division and title. He likes 65, 75, 85, 95, 205, and then, of course, heavyweight. Um, if you follow the previous system with the UFC has set up with 115, 125, 135, 140, it makes sense, right? They stick to the 10-pound uh, gaps in divisions, and you just add more of them. Personally, I believe like boxing does it better than the UFC does. A lot of people complain about too many divisions and too many belts in boxing. And then you get the opposite in the UFC where there's not enough belts or not enough divisions um, for the fighters to compete in. I think the excuse from Dana White, who is resistance to, to the idea, is ridiculous. Basically, he is saying it would dilute 155 and it would dilute 170 if they created a 165. And fighters that couldn't win titles at 155 or 170 would go to 65 to try to basically like steal a title. That's an asinine excuse. If you really look at what he's saying, if that was truly what he meant, he is saying fighters that are unworthy of winning titles could go in and steal a title at 65. It's just ridiculous. Not only is it a retarded argument, it makes zero sense because this is what combat sports is about. Many times, 5 pounds, 10 pounds, these weight differences make all the difference in the world. You see fighters that start like in boxing at 30, they go to 35, 40. This is difficult to win titles in these divisions as they move up. Well, you can see the same thing here. If a guy only has a choice between 15-pound divisions and he outgrows one division or he's really, really struggling to make that division and now his only other choice is 15 pounds, that's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I have no idea what their problem is with these weight classes, but from the start, the UFC and MMA has tried to separate themselves from boxing way too much. Just take a look at the weight classes. Not only with the uh, made-up weight classes, who decided 15 pounds? Right? They added other divisions. You got 10 pounds, then other ones are 15 pounds. And not only that, but they use the same exact names as boxing. So we have light heavyweight, but the weights are completely different. In my opinion, there was no reason to do that. They should have taken the established sport, used the established weights and names, transferred that over to their sport, and then people could have easily made that transition back and forth. Even now, because I originally come from boxing, obviously, boxing's been around longer than 
than MMA. When you say light heavyweight, I'm automatically thinking 175 pounds because that's the boxing weight class. It would have been a lot easier for people to follow and understand what was going on with weight classes and names and weights and everything else if they would have followed the already proven model that boxing has. I get it. If you don't want to add all these weight divisions with three and five pounds in between, fine. Do your 10 pounds, but there needs to be more divisions and UFC and MMA as a whole to allow these fighters opportunities to move up and move down and jump a few weight classes here and there without going 15 and 30 pounds. If you're talking two divisions, they've moved up or down roughly 30 pounds. That's just too much. It's too much. There's absolutely no reason why there can't be more divisions. Um, I think Connor is right about the UFC loves titles, right? That's all they want to do is push titles in everybody's faces, but they don't want to create more divisions with more titles. Instead, what they'll do is they just strip everybody. This is the problem with people, even in boxing, who always claim they want one title per division. Look at the UFC. Look what happens. Look what happens when a fighter pops. Look what happens when a fighter gets injured. All they're doing is stripping people left and right and creating interim title fights. That's it. That's because what are you going to do? You've got one guy who's the champ with one belt. It sounds great on paper. But when you see it actually in play, if something happens to that one guy, it screws up or holds up the entire division. So what is the UFC left with doing? Either stripping him or creating an interim title fight while the champ is out for whatever reason. And then you've got all these belts and fake belts and real belt and stripped belt. It's 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 total chaos over there most of the time when it comes to these title fights. Another thing about that argument that is totally, absolutely ridiculous, it makes no sense, is this is the guy who's basically talking about the purity of the sport, right? Dana White, talking about how fighters that can't make it at this division would go in and try to win a title at 165, which again, makes zero sense. This is what combat sports is. Who says I have to make a title run at 55? Or I have to make a title run at 70. Those are my choices. That's it. And if somehow I can't make that title run at 55 or 70, I'm a bum. I don't deserve to ever fight for a title. It's it's ridiculous. But going beyond that, when he's talking about basically like the purity of the sport, right? Like they're undeserving. They can't cut it here and they can't cut it there. So they're going to try to weasel their way into a new division and steal a belt. And that they could have never won at 55 or at 70. This is the guy who wants uh, Shevchenko to headline a card against a 3-2 and two non-UFC fighter. He's really going to preach to us about how it would dilute divisions and basically put a black eye on the sport. Are you kidding me? This is the guy that used the bus incident for Conor and Khabib to promote the UFC in the October 6th fight. Come on. Whatever the reasons are that he has going on behind the scenes, there's nothing that you're hearing from him because none of his excuses even make sense. A lot of the fighters want it. A lot of the MMA journalists want it. A lot of people think it's not a permanent solution, but a help to the weight cutting problem. Again, the UFC is resistant to adding more divisions. They're resistant to adding in like the WBC 30-day weigh-ins, um, 14 day weigh in, 7 day weigh ins for championship, so we can get these guys on weight and make sure they're cutting weight correctly. 
they're resistant to that as well. So what is it here? I mean, seriously, anything that tries to evolve the sport, it seems like the UFC is resistant to it. But then they have no problems putting a three and two fighter for a title shot, no less, against uh, Shevchenko. I believe that's a Madison Square Garden headliner. And that's what all this uproar was about Diaz and um, Poirier. Uh, should be a five-round fight and should be above that type of title fight because who the heck really thinks that a three and two fighter deserves that role in the first place and that it should overshadow somebody like a Nate and Dustin going at it. It shouldn't. Nate and Dustin should definitely be a five-round fight even if it's a non-title fight. Personally, I would like to see a 165-pound uh, title fight. But even if it isn't those guys, Connor's willing to go into a 165-pound division and maybe fight Nate, right? The trilogy, there's a lot you could do. But the UFC is resistant to it. Like usual, they're resistant to things that I think most people believe have more pros than Con. And it's the same thing Connor said. Why don't we just all sit down? figure it out we could lay out the pros and cons of what this is going to do for the sport and if anybody can get it done it might be connor like maybe he can initiate the first 165 pound title fight with him and nate or if nate beats dustin or him and dustin if dustin beats nate whatever the case is but if he can't get it done then the odds are it's going to be a while for anybody else to get it done personally i think that's the way it should be another thing i absolutely can't stand with the ufc again back to just having to be different right we got to be different than boxing we can't have the same weight divisions we can use the same names but they have to be applied to different weights and then not only that why do heavyweights cut why is there a limit on heavyweights the same exact commissions that oversee the two sports allow the ufc to say we have a cutoff of 265 what is that where did that even come from and boxing, you can be 350 pounds and fight a guy who's 205 pounds. Heavyweight, 200 plus, and it just goes. That's how it should be. I don't even understand why heavyweights have to cut one ounce of weight. That's another ridiculous rule that just adds more problems. It creates no, what is the benefit of that? So you don't have a 300 pounder fighting a 265 pounder. That's why there's heavyweights. There was even this talk about uh, in boxing when you had the big guys like, you know, 6'6", 6'4", 6'5", that are, you know, 245, 255 pounds, creating a, like a super heavyweight division at one time. And I thought that was ridiculous as well, simply because how many fighters are you going to have to fill that? You're not going to have the competition at super heavyweight that you would as just heavyweight where anybody 201 pounds and above, 200 pounds and above, depending on cruiserweight, 201 pounds and above fighting guys that are all up and down the scale. That's how it should be. You're a heavyweight. If I'm 215 pounds and you're 245 pounds, we go at it. That's what heavyweight is. That's what it's always supposed to be. Not super heavyweight and this cutoff of 265.5 pounds. It's absolutely ridiculous. Let heavyweights come in if they want to do 201, 201 and above, all the way up to a million pounds if that dude is alive and can fight at it. That's it. If a guy's seven feet tall and weighs 300 pounds, he should not have to cut to some arbitrary 265-pound limit that somebody pulled out the ass. 
It's heavyweights. That's what I'm saying. Like you're you're trying to be different just to be different. It doesn't help the sport at all, especially when we're talking about specifically heavyweights. The same thing with these 15 pound gaps. Who pulled this out the ass? Seriously, just out of the blue, 15 pound gaps. And certain divisions where other divisions it's 10. Now you could say the same thing in boxing, but that's basically like welterweight screws up a lot because you're going 30, 35, 40, and then you hit this 47, and then you go 54, and then you go 60, 68. But still, even even that I feel is way better than what the UFC is going on. And a lot of times, people are resistant to this shit because they've never cut weight in their lives. Guarantee you, Dana White ain't done jack shit when it comes to cutting weight, making weight, and realizing what a difference a few pounds makes, let alone 15 freaking pounds. That gap is ridiculous. I can't even believe that it's still allowed, to be honest with you, with all these weight cutting issues that fighters are having because of these huge gaps. They've got two choices. And generally speaking, it's a 15 freaking pound choice. The commission should have long ago stepped in and created a system that was similar to boxing and said, enough of this. I'm trying to be different just to be different because it's the fighters that are paying the price. Now, we could get into, oh, it's going to dilute the sport. It's going to have more titles. It's going to have, but the UFC are dictators. They're only going to allow one belt, one belt per division. It's not like there's a sanctioning body in there. It's not like there's an Ali Act that they have to abide by. These guys just do whatever the hell they want to do. You see that with the rankings. Remember how the rankings were going to be independent and this, that, and they're pulling people out to ass to fight. Look at the three and two fighter fighting Shevchenko. Even Joe Rogan said, I've never heard of this girl before in my life. And I'm a commentator for the UFC. So they do whatever the hell they want to do anyway. So it's not like you're going to have 15 titles in a 165 pound division. You're going to have one belt, just like you do at 205, one belt, heavyweight, one belt. That's all there's going to, that's, that's it. So if he's talking about, oh, we're going to take too many people from 55 and too many people from to get more people. I mean, do you not have a big enough stable? I'm sure there were people jumping around fighters would be jumping up and down and all around this is what we want it may take some time to build up these divisions where we have a nice quality champion and then contenders but that's what you do you build it to sit there and just wash your hands of it and say no you got a choice 55 or 70 that's it that's a huge gap man it shouldn't be going like that and then 70 to 85 and we can go on and on and on it's just too big of a gap you're seeing way too many problems with the weight this may not be an end-all be-all it may not solve everything but to deny that it would help and talk this asinine argument about diluting the other divisions that's ridiculous it's a sport as a whole you have 25 division you have 205 division you have heavyweight division that you have a 70 division you don't worry about oh this if i if i do this it's going to dilute this division and if i do this it's going to dilute that division that's ridiculous you create the divisions you shuffle the fighters how they're going to shuffle you let the cards play out like they're going to play out and then you go from there you see this with the women's uh divisions they were resistant to that and some of these women are super small like you've got to give them a weight division that's closer to their weight where they can actually compete instead of competing against these much stronger, bigger giant of women 
when they're 115 pounds. Granted, is it the deepest? No, but you know what? That's what happens. You're supposed to be the biggest, best org in the world. Recruit fighters, recruit people, go find them, bring them in, make the division stronger. To say that you don't want to create that, you don't want to give fighters an opportunity to fight closer to their natural weight or give them more options to go up or down 10 pounds here or 10 pounds there because you think it's going to dilute tells me all I need to know about your farm program. Because if the biggest, best organization in the world is scared that they're not going to have the quality fighters to fill these divisions and you've got a bigger problem on your hands because there should be every fighter in the world that's got skills or no skills wants to fight in the UFC. So I'm not sure I'm buying that excuse either, that somehow you're just not going to be able to find anybody to fill up these divisions and you're going to have less than adequate talents as champions and contenders. Because if that was the case, then you would see that over the course of like in boxing, you would see that where just divisions have nobody. But that's not true. Sometimes they're not as hot and popular, right? The lower weights you get, but those guys are still very skilled for their weight and their contenders are very skilled for their weight. Now they may not be household names, but still, as far as their talent goes, the 115 pound, you know, boxer has got talent, just like a 160 pound boxer has talent. It's just different. Obviously, people like different styles and power. And the same thing could be said for women's MMA versus men's MMA and all of this stuff. But in my opinion, that's what the sport is supposed to be. You give these fighters as many opportunities as you can to go out and win a title or become a contender in a certain division. And they have 10 pounds gaps again I would prefer less but let's just go with 10 pounds 10 pound gaps and they can move as they see fit and maybe 155 doesn't work for them so they try 165 and they're able to become a contender or maybe even win a title I don't understand why there's heat and hate for that 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 doesn't to me dilute anything that's exactly how the support the sport is supposed to work and if you look at boxing, that's exactly how it works. Why do you think it's so impressive when fighters become three, four, five-time uh, different weight champions? Because it's difficult. People realize it's not easy to go from one weight class to another, to another, to another, to another. And that includes going down or going up. And boxing has less weights generally in between. So imagine what these guys doing what like DC did. Going from light heavyweight, 205, all the way up to heavyweight to win both titles. That's why it seems so absurd because the big gap in weight. But if you created a smaller gap there, it would give fighters more opportunity to bounce around. And I think it would help the whole UFC as a whole because I think you could get more fighters. You'd use your farm system. You'd bring those guys in. You'd fill up the divisions as best you could. And some divisions that were lacking, well, what are you paying people for? Go out and find the talent. Build the damn division. You tell me the UFC, which Dana White claims is worth $7 billion now, which we already know sold for over $4 billion. Can't go out and find a farm system? What do you think they did with Invicta? That's a farm system for the UFC. Instead of getting rid of strike force, they should have used it as a farm system. Instead of this Dana White looking for a fight garbage, they would have had people already in the minor leagues using that as a farm system to go to the UFC. But I told you, when you have dictators that want 
complete control over everything, they get power hungry. And I believe that's what it is. It's more just, in my opinion, a pushback. Oh, you guys want this? We didn't come up with this, so we're resistant to it. It's the same thing with the WBC weigh-in rules for boxing. Why has that not been implemented? Because they didn't think of it? Because they didn't put it out there first, so they're automatically resistant to it? There's a big problem when you have a dictator running the entire organization. Say what you will about boxing and the corruption and inept, and I agree with you on a lot of levels there. But there is some oversight there, and it does give fighters more opportunities. Say what you will about the belts. If you were a fighter, you would want a belt. That's the first thing. Secondly, if you were a fighter, you would not want one champion holding up the entire division, not only for your opportunity to prove your greatness, not only for your opportunity to win the belt, but also dollar signs on your paycheck. And that's what you see in the UFC. So even though you may not like the WBC or the IBF or the WBO or even regional titles like NABF, they're there for a reason, not only for sanctioning fees and we know corruptions as far as the sanctioning body goes. I get that. I'm not going to say they're saints. But what I'm saying is when you're in the game, you've trained, you've been hit over and over. You're working your way up in the rankings. Those are goal-oriented things that keep fighters going. It helps them not only with motivation, it helps them get their name out, it helps them with world rankings, and of course, people, household names. It helps. It really does. People like those shiny gold trinkets around fighters' waists. And so when they're able to use those regional titles to a springboard to a world title, and maybe they're able to get an IBF title shot, but they can't get a WBC title shot. This is what you're facing in the UFC. One guy, one shot. Sounds great, right? We know who the best of the best of the best, which we already know doesn't work that way in the UFC. Again, go back to the three and two fighter. That's not even a UFC fighter fighting for a UFC title. So that's already thrown out the window. So I don't want to hear that jazz about the best of the best. We already know that's not true. Look at the rankings. We already know all that chaos that goes on there. That's simply not true. But even if you want to say one belt, one champion, fine. But with that comes consequences. And those consequences are talked about when we said what happens with this fighter. That's why you're seeing people get stripped. And that's why you're seeing interim title fights. And then people complain about that. People complain about this fighter being stripped. And why wasn't that fighter stripped? And then they talk about this interim title fight and that interim title fight. And everyone's bitching and moaning about this three and two fighter getting a title fight. This is what happens when you have one bout one champion under one dictatorship. Let me know what you think, not only about the 165-pound division, but adding even more divisions to the UFC. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.